welcome to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Kitchens. I'm a plant-based registered dietitian and virtual nutrition mentor. I was raised on an Angus cattle farm, grew up with a lot of GI issues, and used the power of plant-based eating to promote healing. Here, you'll find inspiration, ideas, and encouragement for your own plant-based journey. I'm so thrilled you're here today. Let's get started. Happy 4th of July and welcome back to the show. My name is Ashley and I'm Katie and today we're going to talk all about snacking. I'm actually so pumped for this topic. Katie, are you? Yes, I think there is. It's kind of a loaded topic. It seems simple, but it's kind of uh, uh, controversial sometimes. (laughs) It is. Yes. Yep. So we have, we're going to talk about a bunch of different snack varieties that you can throw together depending on what type of mood you're in. Um, but before we even get to that, what we're going to talk about first is why we even snack or why is it necessary to snack sometimes? And I want to start off by saying that snacks are a normal and natural part of eating. It's not a bad thing. If you snack, it's not a bad thing. If you need to have a snack between meals, or if you want to have a snack between meals or after a meal, snacking is part of being human. So let's, let's just start with that going prolonged periods of time without eating. And I know, you know, this, you who are listening, it's, it's not ideal for our bodies. It can leave you feeling fatigued. You might start to lose focus on something that you're doing. You may start to feel irritable. It can even lead to you overeating at your next meal. If you're especially hungry. And so snacking can be a really important part of our just practice when it comes to nourishing our bodies. I have a lot of clients who are struggling with this because they feel like they're not supposed to be hungry or there's something wrong if they're hungry a couple hours after they have lunch. And I think because we've all been wrapped up in diet culture that snacks somehow equates to doing something naughty, (laughs) we automatically have this bad association with the word. And just like Ashley said, it's, it's so normal. And sometimes you feel so much better. So you don't have to worry about crashing. Sometimes they'll get headaches if they go too long without just having a little something. If you'd rather have five small meals than three big meals and nothing in between, that's okay. (laughs) Yep. Could not agree more. And I think when you notice yourself starting to think about food in between meals, or you find yourself sort of drifting off or unable to concentrate, like we said, that may mean it's time for a snack or time for you to get up and do something else. So in creating a snack, it's something that we advise is to have at least two different food groups. And that's a little bit more complicated, I think, when you're plant-based, because there's not this like very clear protein, carb, fat, like there may be with a standard American diet. But that's what we typically typically recommend is not just having one food group. And what we mean by that is maybe not just having like a banana by itself. That's pretty much just a, a carbohydrate. And so that might leave you feeling hungry afterwards. So balancing your snack, kind of similar to balancing your plate, most times, you know, when you can, this will help ensure that you're having a variety of nutrients. It'll help you feel more satisfied and have a more nourishing snack. And then it also helps you feel more satiated afterwards. So it's actually going to sustain you for a little bit of time. 
And so going back to the banana example, having a banana by itself, like we said, you might feel hungry shortly after. I love bananas, but I always recommend pairing something like a banana or something like a piece of fruit with a protein or fat, like a nut butter or a handful of nuts or a protein bar, whatever that is to help keep you fuller for longer. And then how much you choose to eat depends on several factors. So one thing to consider when you're going in for a snack is think about how hungry you are. So consider your hunger level, because that's going to help you decide how much of a snack you actually need. Also consider your individual energy needs. So what is it that you specifically need? You know, what are you doing that day? What did you do that day? Um, Also factor in your activity level for that day. You know, what did it look like? prior or even the day before, because that can affect your metabolism the next day. Or what is it going to look like later in the day? Do you need maybe a little bit extra something because you have a workout or a long walk or run that you're going on? And then the third thing to consider is how long it might be until your next meal or when you're going to be eating next. So if it's going to be several hours and you've got this big dinner coming up, maybe you need a more substantial snack to tie you over, or maybe you're eating in two hours and you just want something small to kind of tie you over before you have lunch or your dinner or something like that. I think why I'm so excited about this episode is I think going plant-based, especially those of you who are just starting, what my clients are struggling with is just ideas. Like, what should I do? I don't even know some of these foods I've never even tried before. So we have tons of cool ideas for you. Oh, we have so many cool ideas. I'm so excited to get into them, Katie. And they're delicious. And they're delicious. Most important and, part. Right. And it's not just hummus and carrots. So yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. So Katie, kick us off with this first section. So what we did is we categorized it kind of based on how you're feeling, how much time you have, what the weather's like. Uh, So that's what we're going to do is go through our list according to how you're feeling, what's going on around you. Yes. So the first category is snacks that you go to if you have no time. So minimal prep. Number one is grab and go fresh fruit. So like Ashley said, a banana, strawberries, which we learned we can eat the red and the green parts, grapes, apples, oranges, all that good stuff. Granola. This is a big one for me because I love having granola in the house because I can use it in a ton of different ways, but definitely snacking is one of my favorite ways to eat it. You can buy it pre-bought. If you're feeling fancy, you can make your own, but they have some fantastic options available at the grocery store. One of Ashley's favorite, the small seed bar. So we'll put a link in the show notes for that. Roasted chicken peas or some really cool plant-based vegan jerky that are dehydrated. They're delicious and trail mix. So that has dried fruits, nuts, seeds, all that good stuff. Just easy things that you can grab, go keep in the car, keep in your purse, keep in your bag. Uh, Things aren't going to get mushed up. And I think it's important too. And the reason we started with the ones that you have no time with is it's always good to have foods on hand, snacks on hand, that you can just grab and go. It's like, oh my goodness, I need to go run an errand. Like, let me just grab this out of the refrigerator, out of the pantry and get on my way. So it's helpful to have those grab and go type snacks on hand that might be packaged. Maybe you prep them ahead of time, or maybe there's something simple like a piece of fruit and like a handful of nuts that you can just take with you. Yeah. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a good reminder to be proactive in our planning. So if we have these grab and go things already on hand, it helps us from kind of making convenience choices or maybe choices that don't align with what our goals are. It makes it easier to make those choices that are going to, like Ashley said, satiate us and satisfy our hunger rather than just kind of 
filling a convenience need. Yeah, 100%. So our next category is when you feel like you need an energy boost. So this, some of these might require a little bit more prep work. One of those are energy balls. I don't know if you've ever, you listening, if you've ever made energy bites, energy balls before, they're, they're pretty easy to make, especially if you have a food processor, or even if you could just have like a really good muscle to like mix everything together. So things like lemon and poppy seed energy balls, carrot cake, classic, you know, oats, chocolate chips, pumpkin pie. There's so many good recipes out there. So sometimes those are fun to make if you prefer to rely more on homemade goods versus buying them. But heck, even energy bites are being sold in the store these days. So you can always snag those if you want to do that too. And they freeze Fresh- really well. So I like making a bunch and then I can just put them in the freezer. That's a great idea. Yes. Fresh fruit is great for energy. It has a lot of, there's a lot of water in fresh fruit. There's a lot of micronutrients in fresh fruit, a lot of fiber. So that's going to help kind of just give you that boost of energy that you need. And along those lines as well, smoothies are great for that too. So there's a ton of nutrients that are packed into smoothies. Great for just giving you that boost of energy that you may need. Um, And even with smoothies and like we said, fresh fruit, sometimes it's helpful, helpful to pair those with nuts, seeds, things like cashews, peanuts, walnuts, pecans, almonds, hazelnuts, pistachios. We have a never ending list of just things that you can add to your fresh fruit, to your smoothie, or even to your energy bites to give you that boost of energy that you're looking for. So it's always helpful again, to have variety when you're thinking about energy specifically, carbohydrates give us energy, but in addition to that, it's also helpful to balance those out. Like we said at the beginning with a protein or a fat to round it out and help you feel satiated. Yeah. I think that's the best, the best thing about adding those nuts and seeds to the kind of fruity sweet smoothie. It adds a creaminess, but also it elongates how long the smoothie is going to last for you in terms of making sure that you're nice and satisfied. It's much more filling to add those nuts and seeds rather than just having like banana and oat milk. Yes. Yep. I love this category because <laughs> sometimes I'm like, no, not in the mood, but this next one is when you're feeling fancy. <laughs> so this is when you have a little bit of extra time and make something a little bit more special rather than just something to kind of grab and go. So I love overnight oats. You can do so many different combinations. So the great thing about overnight oats is you just put half oats, half your plant milk, and then you can decorate it however you want to. So one of Ashley's that she taught me, that's one of my favorites that I eat so often is when you just put peanut butter and then some type of like fruit preserve. So strawberry jelly, grape jelly, something like that. And then you put real peanuts. So it's like you're eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. I love that one. But you can do something simple like maple syrup and cinnamon, or you can do go tropical and do coconut, mango, banana. That's a really good one too. So overnight oats, super, still super easy, but you could be a little bit fancy, like all those fun pictures online. (laughs) This is really one of my favorites as well. Stuffed dates. So dates are kind of a naturally sweet, delicious food that you can, it has a pit in it that's removed and it leaves room to stuff it with some really yummy stuff. So you can stuff it with your favorite nut butter or a plant-based cream cheese, pureed pumpkin, and then you can 
roll it in some seeds or stuff it with uh, some, some other dried fruit, so many options, but you really, they're really filling. You only need a couple, maybe two or three, and they're super filling. And you have like a fantastically special treat midday and it makes you feel fancy. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. (laughs) And then fancy toast. We all know that, you know, this is the age of uh, avocado toast. Hey, there's no shame in my game. I love avocado toast. So avocado, smashed avocado on uh, a nice seeded bread with like sriracha or roasted red pepper. Oh my God, so good. And if you want to, if you have a sweet tooth or if you want some more protein or fat, you can add your favorite nut butter. And like I said, if you want to make it really fancy, you can go to the farmer's market and get all those fancy preserves that they make. And just remember that, you know, spices that helps us elevate, you know, kind of a normal boring dish. So if you like nutmeg or cinnamon or garlic powder, onion powder, there's so many cool spices that you can add to make your, make your snacks fancy. (laughs) Yes. So many good things there. This category is when it is hot outside. So for most of us, I know here in North Carolina today, it is in the nineties. It is hot. And what better to have than something to cool you down? So you can probably guess what some of these things are. One is a smoothie, like we've talked about before, to kind of cool you off. One is a milkshake. So like something with like chocolate and cherry, maybe frozen banana, plant-based milk, nut butters. I love going back and forth between a smoothie and a milkshake, just kind of depending on what my what I'm feeling. Um, And then with milkshakes too, you can even add frozen greens just to boost it up a little bit if that's something that you want to do. Homemade fruit popsicles are wonderful, whether you use like a plant-based yogurt, pureed fruit, there's so many different recipes online that you can make in the comfort of your own home. And then another one, and actually Katie, I first had this, I think it was a couple years ago and I can't remember who makes these, but you can also make them homemade, which is a chocolate dipped frozen banana popsicle. So you just take a frozen banana, dip it in melted chocolate, and then you can roll it around in nuts or seeds or drizzle it in peanut butter. Basically you put it back in the, in the freezer, it, the chocolate hardens up on the banana, and then you can take it out. And it's a fun, sweet treat. Like it's so good. Yeah. It feels like decadent. It feels, you know, like you're really treating yourself because it really satisfies that, that sweet tooth for sure. Mm -hmm. It does. So this next one is if you are wanting something salty. So my go-to, I love avocado. So smush it up, turn it into guacamole. I'm a happy camper. So you can pair that with any type of veggies, some type of seeded cracker, pita, pita chips that really makes a delicious afternoon snack. One of my favorites edamame so easy this could probably fall into under the category of if you don't have time as well steamed edamame just popped in the microwave real quick and then sprinkled with sea salt so good definitely satisfies those of you who have a a salt tooth I guess instead of sweet tooth (laughs) (laughs) and then if you like it a little spicy you can add those red pepper flakes I eat those so much. I'm keeping them in business. Oh, these are one of my favorites too. If you want something salty, you can put together a nice tortilla, smear it with like a plant-based cream cheese, and then add your red pepper flakes, 
red and green peppers and uh, some spinach and then slice them. So you have those little pinwheels like we had when we were little, but so easy, but just a really nice hearty snack. Quick nachos, never met a nacho that I didn't like. So just some quick quick chips with some vegan cheese, baked in the oven, easy peasy. Hummus and crackers get a bad name. I I love hummus. I think I'm 98% chickpea at this point. Uh, (laughs) So there's nothing wrong with some good old hummus and veggies or hummus and crackers. Easy. It's a go-to. Love it. And then rice cakes. So instead of toast, if you want to do avocado rice cakes or avocado uh, rice cakes with peanut butter or rice cake with hummus, they, again, make a great vehicle for some type of delicious spread. So I love those ideas, Ashley. Yeah, I do too. I think those are all great. (laughs) Between the two of us, I think we were able to come up with some good ones. Yes. Um, And obviously we want to hear from you. I was going to say this at the end, but if you have snack ideas that maybe we did not mention, Show us on Instagram, tag us, that way we can reshare it with our audience and also just add more ideas to our own repertoire of ideas. Yeah. We talked about savory. Now, what if you're wanting something sweet? So we've got some fun ideas for you here. One is a chia pudding with assorted toppings, kind of similar to the overnight oats that Katie was talking about. One of my favorites, like the peanut butter and jelly overnight oats are also peanut butter and jelly chia pudding. It's very delicious and it's really, really easy. If that's what you want to do, you just mix up some milk with chia seeds, leave it in overnight, and then you can add your toppings before or after. Similar to the savory pinwheel that Katie mentioned, you can also make a sweet pinwheel. So if you have tortillas on hand, you can just spread them with nut butter. You can add fresh fruit like bananas, sliced up strawberries, and drizzle it with chocolate and slice them up. And they are delicious. Another one is if you want to prep food ahead of time, I used to do this a lot when I was traveling, when Indy and I were both traveling a lot for work, is I would make muffins at the beginning of the week that way we could carry them with us as we traveled. So like a carrot cake muffin or a banana muffin or like a chocolate zucchini muffin. Minimalist Baker has a great recipe for that one. There's just some great fun recipes that you can make when it comes to muffins or quick breads that you can have on hand to take with you if you're wanting something sweet. There's also something called dessert hummus. So I don't know if you've tried it before, but there's some good ones out there. so good. Yes. So if that's what you're wanting, maybe you can have some dessert hummus with like some strawberries or fresh fruit or even some pretzels if you're kind of wanting the combination of both savory and sweet. I had one the other day. It's black bean. It's sweet black bean hummus. It sounds crazy, but it's so good. (laughs) No way. That is so wild. Huh. So another thing you can do, I've actually never done this. So Katie, you might have to explain it, but you can make something called yogurt bark. So tell me more about that. Yeah, I have not made it either, but I saw it on this list and I'm like, I have never heard of that. I want to try it so bad, but I had to tell everybody because there's so many options uh, available. So your base is you spread yogurt onto some wax paper and then you sprinkle it with whatever you want to. So the recipe that I saw was kind of like a tropical based one. So just some regular pineapple chopped really well uh, and some coconut flakes. And then you just put, pop it in the freezer and then the yogurt will kind of snap like uh, chocolate bark that you have at the holiday time. So I'm so pumped to try that one. Ooh. Oh yeah, yeah, I like I that mean, idea. The, yeah, the options the options are endless. So I love the ones that you can kind of customize to whatever you got lying around. Yeah. Yep. Great idea. 
And even with that, if you were to have yogurt on hand, that's another sweet type snack that you could have. And you could always add the granola that Katie mentioned at the beginning and some fresh fruit. And another option, this is also a grab and go option. If you want dried fruit is a great option just for something that's more sweet. Dried mangoes, really good. Dried plantains or dried bananas are delicious. Something that you can. Apricots. Oh, that's my jam. (laughs) Yes. Those are so good. So things that are that meet this sweet category, but also are great for grab and go items because you can kind of crush them and it's really not that big of a deal. So these are great if you want something crunchy. So we know the best ingredient ever made is nooch. So we <laughs> love popcorn and nutritional yeast as a nice, like kind of cheesy, crunchy snack. It's so good. It is. Oh my goodness. That's one of my favorites. (laughs) Those of you who may not like kale, a kale chip is a great option. Or if you have leftover kale and you're not sure what to do with it, you just throw some olive oil on it, do some massaging, massage the kale uh, in a big bowl, and then just throw it on a roasting pan and roast it. And then they get crispy and you got some nice kale chips and you can always add just some sea salt or some nutritional yeast or some red pepper flakes. So you can, you can go cheesy or spicy or plain. <laughs> Love those. Again, how many ways can we make a chickpea? <laughs> so you can do savory or sweet. So you can roll them around before you roast them. You can roll them around in some spices or you can roll them around in some cinnamon and sugar and roast them. So you can have some sweet or some savory, but roast them up really nice and they dry out and they have a terrific crunch. So you wouldn't think so, but uh, delicious. If you like a Southwestern vibe, I love a black bean salsa with some lentil chips. I tried those for the first time the other day. They were so good. So as opposed to kind of the traditional corn tortillas, just try something a little bit different. Ashley mentioned plantain. So plantain chips, again, another alternative to kind of a regular chip or uh, a tortilla chip just has kind of that sweet salty combination, which I love. And sweet potato chips. A lot of us have air fryers. So if you're feeling fancy, you can make your own and feast on some sweet potato chips throughout the week. They make a great snack. They really do. I agree. I love I love some sweet potato chips. Mm -hmm. So what about if you're wanting to eat a little bit more protein, maybe you're wanting a more protein heavy snack because you lifted weights earlier that day, or that just sounds good to you that day. There are a lot of great bean dips out there, like white bean dips, black bean dips that are going to be a bit more protein dense. And then you can have those with some more like protein dense veggies. If that's what you're wanting to do, or you can have them with seeded crackers or even pita something, or even those lentil chips, Katie, that you described, which I would imagine have like a bit more protein than a regular corn tortilla chip. There's also great plant-based yogurts out there, even plant-based yogurts that are more like that Greek style that are going to have a higher protein content than maybe just a regular plant-based yogurt. So look out for that. And then you can top that with a little bit of granola, maybe some extra nuts, seeds. We love adding, or we love even just keeping hemp seeds, chia seeds, and flax meal in our fridge and pantry. That way we can add them to things like a plant-based yogurt to bulk it up a little bit from a nutrient perspective. We mentioned edamame, which is a great source of protein. Wasabi peas are another thing, or even just regular peas in general, those are going to be much more protein dense. So whether you get wasabi peas or whether you, I don't know about you, Katie, but I love just like 
cold, not frozen, but like cold peas and I can just eat those by themselves. I think they're so (laughs) yummy. So that was something I've always loved since I was a young child. I preferred them way more than hot peas. (laughs) I knew we got along for a reason. (laughs) Yes. And then another thing you can do is do even something like a vegan chocolate pudding made with tofu and a little bit of avocado for that creaminess. Obviously it has cacao in it. So that can be a more protein dense type of snack. That's a little bit fun. And then a lot of the other things that we mentioned can be made protein dense, like even different things like toasts and the vegan jerky that we mentioned, which is typically made from some form of soy or even the energy bites that we talked about, those can be made more protein dense. Uh, and then if, if you're someone who likes to add protein powders to your snack or to your smoothies, you could always do that to bulk up the protein if that's what you want to do. Um, by no means do you have to, but it is an option if you prefer the taste of protein powders. So there may be times where you, you need to eat something, but maybe you're feeling under the weather. I know we're all dealing with pandemics and things like that. So if you're feeling under the weather, or maybe you're having some tummy troubles, we wanted to include some snacks that are kind of tummy friendly. So pureed pumpkin, I always keep pureed pumpkin on hand, not just for me, but for my dogs too. Uh, So the great thing about pureed pumpkin, it's good for constipation. It's good for diarrhea. So it can help both of those uh, ailments. I also keep a lot of sweet potatoes on hand. So I'll make those for a full meal. Or if I just want something a little bit bland, if I'm not feeling well, so if you're looking for a beverage, a nice hot tea can be great uh, with a little bit of like agave syrup to settle a tummy. And then the brat diet. So bananas, rice, applesauce, toast, they're nice and bland. And again, if you're trying to get your nutritional needs, but you need something that's kind of tummy friendly, then you can always opt for those options. Yeah, no, absolutely. And speaking of the tea, Katie, something that you can do as well is just cut up ginger root, like fresh ginger root and pour hot water over it. And like, like you said, add a little bit of sweetener if that's what you want to do to settle your stomach. So that could be another option with that tea. I had a client who that was her, what was one of her favorite things to do was to have some hot tea with a piece of toast when she wasn't feeling well, which is a great little thing. Well, thank you so much for listening to our snacking episode. So I don't know about you, Katie, but I'm in the snacking mood and I (laughs) I go have a snack now, but if there was a snack that we didn't mention, or if there's something that you especially enjoy that kind of falls into one of these categories, please showcase it on Instagram and be sure to tag us. That way we can reshare it because people are always looking for ideas when it comes to snacking. So it'd be really helpful to be able to reshare one of your favorites. Thanks for joining us today. We hope you have a happy and safe 4th of July. Happy 4th. Thank you so much for listening to the Plant-Centered and Thriving Podcast today. If you found this episode inspiring, please share it with a friend or post it on social media and tag me so I can personally say thank you. Until next time, keep thriving.